For a team that made it to within 60 minutes of the Super Bowl and that was active in free agency, the Green Bay Packers still have some holes to fill heading into tonight's NFL draft. Joining us live is the voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee. He spent all spring parsing the combine numbers, crunching film, and scanning <laughs> the web for indications of what might happen tonight when the 29th pick comes up. Good morning, Wayne. Good morning, Gene. And then you get a wild card thrown at you when a kid gets uh, accused of sexual assault and uh, could have been a really high draft pick in this draft, Gary and Conley out of Ohio State. So you, you never know down to the last minute how this thing's going to play out. How much does the signing of Jahari Evans change what Ted Thompson's plan going into tonight and the rest of the week would be? Well, this is such a, a weak position for interior offensive linemen, such a weak draft for interior offensive linemen. I think Jari Evans is an insurance policy. An insurance policy if the Packers don't get a player they really like in this draft at the guard position, and that would probably come on the third day. Um, and also, insurance policy if the guys they have on the roster competing for that position don't work out. Uh, I think that you know Jari Evans becomes a great one-year stopgap type player. He knows what he's doing out there. If he can stay healthy, he can do the job it's getting to be a springtime tradition in these parts with the green bay packers and uh, dandelions the green bay packers go defensive as the dandelions start popping out do you think that's going to be the case in the first round tonight you know, it'll be interesting to see who slides there, Gene, but I, I think they'd like to go to that position, uh, probably cornerback or really uh, maybe a pass rusher at, at that position, but it depends on who slides to 29. And we won't know a lot. You know, I, there's a lot of uh, strong thought across the league. The Packers will try to trade out of that pick at number 29. Um, and I think the key to that would be where do the quarterbacks go? If they start sliding and somebody like, uh, you know, Cleveland's got two first-round picks. They're going to use one of them on a quarterback. San Francisco is the second pick in the draft. There's no quarterback, in my opinion, in this draft, despite what Bob McGinn said earlier this morning. He had Cleveland picking uh, Trubisky, uh, the Michael Trubisky, uh, number one in the draft. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think San Francisco is going to take a quarterback at two. But what if their quarterbacks start sliding and they want to move up? The Niners want to move up into the first round of the draft to maybe snare a quarterback late at number 29. Maybe the Packers can get an extra pick out of that. I know there's a lot of people in Wisconsin that are very interested in where T.J. Watt might fall if he's there at number 29 and the Packers don't trade out that could be a fit yeah, sure could. Um, and that's, this is a kid with a lot of upside. You, you love all the intangibles he brings to it. Um, you know, I, he can put more weight on that body. I don't think there's any question about that without losing his quickness. Uh, he's only played the position for one year, which means he'll probably slip into the late uh, first round of this draft. But, boy, what an intriguing prospect and what a great Wisconsin story that would be for the Packers. We are live with the voice of the Green Bay Packers, Wayne Larrabee on 620 WTMJ. On the offensive side of the ball, Wayne, it would seem the Packers need to beef up at running back. Ty Montgomery can't do it alone. Yeah, and some mock drafts have them taking Dalvin Cook in the first round, and I, I don't buy that at all. It could happen, I guess, but anything could happen to the draft, especially 29. But I think the Packers uh, feel they can get a good running back, a real good running back, maybe as late as the third day of the draft, third round of the draft or thereabouts. So I think they're, they're very comfortable with that, and I think that's one of the reasons why running backs may not be as prominent early in this draft, because people are saying, hey, we can get those guys a little bit later on in the weekend. What's the deepest position group in this year's draft? Well, it's hard to tell. You know, I, I would think uh, the pass rushers very deep, and so are cornerbacks. And, and you know, 
depending on how it breaks down, and all the mock drafts are different, uh, which is going to make tonight just wild to follow. But, um, you know, you could see four pass rushers go before the Packers pick at 29. You could see four cornerbacks go easily uh, in this draft before the Packers pick at number 29. Uh, I'll tell you what, you know, the thing I like about this draft is there are a couple of cornerbacks, there are a number of cornerbacks and pass rushers that will still be worth taking with the 29th pick in the draft. Voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee, on tonight, along with Greg Matzik and Jeff Falconia with Packers Draft Central. They will go until midnight, and Wayne is back with us, dark and early again tomorrow morning, 7.51. So welcome to the world of the sleep, uh, sleep deprived, sir. All right. Have a great night, day, guys. We'll we'll look at, uh, you know, if you're going to the Bucks game and you're heading home after the game and you want to know what's going on in the draft, just tune in. Keep it at 620, and uh, we'll fill you in on the entire first round and all the machinations that went into it. <laughs> Sound advice. Thanks, Wayne. Take care. We'll talk tomorrow.